Hello, how you doing? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Be Bougie, Be True, Be You. I'm Charlotte Jones. I hope you've been having a good week. This weather, seriously, I do feel like I start most of my introductions talking about the weather. But as we've had to spend so much time outside if we want to socialise at the moment, last Sunday, I think it was, my friend and I went to another friend's house to go in the hot tub. And we were like, it will be fine, it's May, it's fairly mild now. The rain on Sunday did not stop all day, but I feel this is how you know when you're a proper Brit. You're like, this is not going to stop us. So we waited for a dry spell because you know what it's like when it comes and goes. And that's literally what it did all day. It would absolutely chuck it down, then be fine. And in one of those fine moments, we ran out there, we got in, we got ourselves up with a nice little glass of Prosecco. And we were living our best lives for about 15 minutes and then the heavens opened. We did persevere for a good hour, maybe hour and a half until we were actually drowned rats. And although I know you're in water, it just gets to that point where you're like, yeah, do you know what? This isn't working for us anymore. I mean, I'd got some makeup on and it wasn't the water from the hot tub. It was the rain. I turned around and they both looked at me like, um... Charlotte, you might want to look in the mirror, literally everywhere, the black all over my face, which I promptly then went on to make worse. (laughs) Moving on to this week's episode. So I've actually been a bit impulsive and scrapped what I was going to do this week. Well, not scrapped it. I've just decided to put it aside for another week. But a friend of mine who's a coach, Georgia Holiday, last night, she actually shared a post on her Instagram from a book which is called Rage Becomes Her and it was just one page and it fitted so well with some things that I've been learning about and experiencing recently that I just wanted to kind of jump on it and I haven't read this book so I'm not going to claim I know the full extent of it but from this one page it really inspired me and made me want to speak about women and the feelings around anger and what they really mean and how they can so often be misrepresented. So let's start this week's episode. You're listening to Be Bougie, Be True, Be You with Charlotte Jones, the podcast to chat about a little bit of anything and everything. So the book that made me scrap everything I was planning to do this week and talk about something completely different is called Rage Becomes Her. And I don't know if I'm going to pronounce the author's name correctly. I will do my best. It's written by Soroya Chamali. And I'm sorry if that's wrong. I'll just spell it in case. It's S-O-R-A-Y-A and then C-H-E-M-A-L-Y. And again, I haven't read this book the whole way through. It's literally just a page. I think what really sparked something inside of me was the way it kind of described how women go from their young years to as they get older and how they can quite often be described, really. So I'm actually going to read the paragraph that really lit something up inside of me. It says... We go from being cute princesses to drama queens to high-maintenance bitches. Girls who object to unfairness or injustice are often teased and taunted. Adult women are described as oversensitive or exaggerating. Representations and responses like these, whether in families or in popular culture, 
teach us that our anger is not something we or anyone else should take seriously. Women come to expect and dread mockery and ridicule as likely responses to their anger. This persistent denial of subjectivity, knowledge and reasonable concerns, commonly known as gaslighting, is deeply harmful and often abusive. Now I'm going through two different situations at the moment, which I have briefly touched on. It was on last break's Tea Break Tuesday on my Instagram page at Charlotte Jones Presents. And one of them is to do with the law. Well, in a sense, they are both to do with the law, but they are to do with the opposite sex. And I have felt that I have been gaslighted, if that is the term, a lot recently. And I really don't want to sound over dramatic. I don't want to sound like I'm making myself a victim. And I'm very, very aware of that. But I am someone who has always been a people pleaser. Up until year seven, year eight, so that's when I was about 12 or 13, I literally barely said a word to anyone. I had very few friends. I was so painfully shy until I met one of my oldest friends now, Charlotte. And then I gradually started to come out of myself. And although I will be the first to say I can get fiery if I feel passionate about something or I feel like I have been unjustified in some way, I will get angry about it and I will let people know about it. It's more so to people that I know personally. If you'd have put me in a public situation, for example, at work, I would never stand up for myself when something which I knew was blatantly wrong was happening. I would just let it go on. I really, really struggled to speak up for myself in situations with people that I didn't know or it was only on a professional or outside level, nothing on a personal level. And over the last two to three years, along with so many other things when you're working on confidence, self-love, self-worth, which is something I have worked very hard on and I've talked a lot about recently. I do feel that women and their anger, this ties in so, so well. And I've been having more of these realizations lately because I don't want to get too personal here. And I'm going to be as vague as I can, but with giving you enough so that you can understand what I'm trying to say. I have been painted out to be a bit of a princess and high maintenance for most of my adult life. And I used to play along with it because I used to think, yeah, I do like nice things or yeah, I do like a nice fancy holiday now and then. So, okay, that's what I am. And I had some very basic needs that I wanted met, that I I needed to be met um, because I feel like they're a very big part of a relationship and they weren't being met. And every time I was trying to communicate this, And sometimes I communicated it in the wrong ways, but sometimes I did it in a very normal, sat down and tried to have a conversation. Regardless of whichever way I tried to communicate my needs that were not being met, I was met with things like that I'm ridiculous, I'm high maintenance, I'm this, I'm that. And not just from one person, this is from multiple people. So I'm not putting the blame on anybody. So I used to get so conflicted. And what would happen with me is I'd have a few months where I would suck it up and go, it must be me. I must be too much. I must be this. And I'd deal with it. And then this little niggling feeling of like, no, this isn't right, would just be sitting beneath the surface and it would build up and it would build up. And then I would explode and I would explode. And then everyone think I'm, I, you know, I would think, oh my God, have I just gone crazy? Have I just lost my mind? What's just happened? I've just really overreacted to something. I've got a very good example for this. And it sounds so ridiculous but I don't want a microwave in my house. 
I can't explain it. It was to do with trying to be healthy and no one agrees with me. And every time anyone comes to my house like, you don't have a microwave. I'm like, no, I don't. I do use them if I have to. It's just a thing that I've got in my head. And I sort of said that I would reluctantly have one if it wouldn't clog up the worktop and it could go in a cupboard out the way. It was just the one thing that I had about it and I can't really explain it. And my husband at the time and my mum, they used to have a really good relationship and they would talk a lot. And I know that this was an ongoing joke, but it was something I was like, no, I just, it's the one thing I want to keep. Like, I just don't want one or I want it hidden. And sorry, I'm hearing this and I know how (laughs) bizarre I sound right now. And my husband and I had been away for the weekend and we came home and there was a microwave on the table and it was my mum. My mum had actually brought this microwave round and left it on the side. And I went absolutely mental. I really overreacted. I was so angry at both of them. I was like, you've been speaking behind my back. You've done this without my consent. All they had tried to do was a nice deed of just putting the, like, you know, microwaves are handy. They are quicker. I do see the benefits of microwave. I'm not completely against them. Okay. Just, (laughs) I don't know why I'm getting so defensive about microwaves. But I really overreacted. I was crying. I was like, this is so unfair. It's out of order on both of you. And I left. And I knew within 10 minutes, once I'd calmed the emotions down, that I'd overreacted and that I was in the wrong. And as soon as I calmed myself enough, I went straight back into the house and I apologised. And I said, I'm really sorry. That's not your fault. I overreacted and that was unfair of me to both my mum and my husband but that strong reaction just because I overreacted about a microwave it wasn't about the microwave I've had a long issue of feeling like I haven't been listened to and deep down when it comes to it the things that I want or need don't matter so what that really was saying is I feel like I've not been listened to again and I went crazy I don't so I don't like the word crazy but you know I just I really overreacted And the reason I've said that story is I do feel, I can't speak on behalf of men because I don't know how it feels to be a man. But as women, and from my perspective, I'm quite in tune. And especially from the age of about 27 onwards, I know if, for example, I'm hormonal and I'm being angry at anything and everything because I'm hormonal. If I'm being really impatient and ratty because I'm hormonal, I will know why. And I will always disclaim a why. I'll be like, Do you know, it's one of those days. I've got really bad cramps. I just, you know. I know when my anger is there for a valid reason and when it's not. And for example, with the microwave story, I knew I was wrong. I knew I handled that wrong. And I knew that I shouldn't have done it. But I also knew that it was a way of me trying to express a feeling and a need that I have tried to express so many times before. And it gets ignored and it just gets ignored and it gets ignored. So it was building up within me, which led to the overreaction. And I do feel as women, we kind of know when we've overstepped the mark. Sometimes we are feeling more emotional with our hormones, with stress, with lots of other reasons. Sometimes we just feel under a great deal of pressure. We're too busy. So our sort of tendency to be able to cope gets, we can't cope with things as easily as we can when things feel like they're flowing more. There's, there's, countless reasons why I'm so passionate about this is I have felt like I have been wrong for so many years and that I am needy and that I am this and it has really created a pattern of thought in my mind 
And over the last year or so, it's really become apparent to me that I was not as high maintenance as I thought I was. I was not as needy or clingy as I thought I might have been. I just was not being listened to. And because I wasn't being listened to, that did create an awful lot of anger and resentment. And in today's society, I mean, how often do you see a woman who seems really irritable? And how many times do you hear the sentence, oh, is it that time of the month, love? Or, you know, are you on? Whatever it is. And you think, sometimes it's nothing to do with your period. Sometimes there is something going on. And it is made a joke. It's it's made like it's slightly humorous and sarcastic. So if there is a valid need to be angry, it's already turned into a joke. And then we play along with it. Sometimes we are really... I've done it where something has really upset me and really bugged me. And then I felt like I've been made to feel like I'm being too overreactive so I make up an excuse and I say oh do you know what it was that time of the month sorry I didn't I didn't and but I knew I was lying but I just felt awkward and felt like people were thinking badly of me so I gave them an excuse as to why I was feeling the way I was and it wasn't genuine however the feeling was very genuine I've actually done quite a lot of research around gaslighting and what it means and where it comes from and I'm also learning just how common gaslighting is Now, again, I know women will be just as guilty of this in other ways, but I can't speak from that perspective because I haven't experienced anything from a woman. I've only experienced these situations from, and it is different men and different situations. It's not just in relationships. The thing that is so scary about gaslighting is it seems like it's the smallest things, but the impact that has on someone's way of thinking and what they believe is devastating and it's huge and it takes a lot of time to undo the damage that has been done by someone telling white lies or if you try and express this bothered me and you're told you're being ridiculous all the time you're being told that didn't happen the way you knew it happened you saw something happen you knew it and you're being told no that didn't happen and you know it did and these are such small things if someone is gaslighting someone they're normally trying to protect themselves because either they've done something wrong or they just, yeah, it, it kind of is. Someone's done something wrong. And it doesn't have to be a big thing that they've done wrong, but they've done something that they, they know that they probably shouldn't have done. And instead of taking responsibility and owning up to it, they put it on you. They take any responsibility away from themselves. It's your fault. It's your fault this has happened. You saw it wrong. That's not true. And what is so dangerous about this as well is women and men but I'm speaking from a woman's perspective, being a woman, really do need to know that their feelings are validated. If they have had a traumatic response to something, it's because something has been traumatic. Our bodies don't respond in ways with things such as, I don't know, if something scares you and you're shaking, that doesn't happen because someone's being a drama queen or high maintenance. Something has made them feel intimidated. And it doesn't have to be physical. It can be someone's presence. It could be someone's aura. It could be the tone that they have with them. They don't have to raise a hand. They don't have to be too close to you. They just have to have something that makes you think, what is going on right now? I am learning now that so often women's anger is there because things have gone unchecked for a long, long time. And sometimes women give up and go along with it and then just get more and more upset or miserable or bitter or whatever it might be. But it's not their fault. It's because they have tried to express something that's not okay. They've tried to make a change and it gets ignored or it just goes back to exactly how it was and they feel helpless. And that is a big problem. And I do think it is so important that if you have a friend that comes to you 
and on the surface they, they say something and you think they might be being a bit dramatic. That's okay and there is a chance they might be being dramatic. But regardless of what you're initially thinking, it's so important to listen because when it comes to things such as gaslighting, gaslighting makes anybody, man, woman, whoever, doubt themselves. They will doubt things they know they have experienced and they will start questioning themselves and start you and because of the that can create paranoia that can also create making up scenarios in your head that didn't happen but you're so confused by what's just happened that your brain's trying to create an explanation so it makes something up or makes you feel more guilty or whatever it might be and the thing that is scary about gaslighting is it is so often done by people who if you then went to a social situation or you went to people that were friends of friends or family and they'd be like they wouldn't do that that's not that type of person because normally that person knows exactly how to be in a social situation they know how to be kind they know how to be friendly they know how to be polite and say the right things and they've practiced their small talk so everyone thinks they're this really lovely bubbly person and they wouldn't hurt a fly that kind of thing you don't have to be physical to be causing harm and what I have learned is when I see a woman angry now I need to listen to her. I need to listen to everything and I need to read between the lines because yes, there may be parts that she doesn't need to be angry about but she's just got really insensitive but there will normally be a deeper meaning or sometimes, for example, if I'd gone to my friend about the microwave, they probably would have been like, Charlotte, I I understand that you're a bit annoyed but do you think it really warrants crying and getting upset? But if you read between the lines, it was obviously something was wrong but it was nothing to do with the microwave. And... It is so important for women to feel validated. And I think so often it's not intentional. It's an unconscious, unaware habit. We see a woman irritated, angry, upset, and we're like, oh, they'll get over it. Oh, oh, they're just being sensitive. And we don't, because then we don't have to feel uncomfortable. If a woman, and a man too, but obviously, again, just speaking from what I have learned around women, if a woman is in a relationship, if she's in a friendship, if it's maybe a relationship with her parent or, or a family member, and you are sensing that something is just not right, they might be overreacting, They might be seeming very sensitive, but really listen and be patient with them and read between the lines. Start to try and ask little questions because you might be able to put a picture together that they aren't able to put because they are constantly being invalidated by their partner, by their friend, by their relative. I'm going to share another couple of lines from that book that I thought was really lovely and a really positive spin on women's anger and it says ask yourself why should a society deny girls and women from cradle to grave the right to feel express and leverage anger and be respected when we do anger has a bad rap but it's actually one of the most hopeful and forward thinking of all our emotions it begets transformation manifesting our passion and keeping us invested in the world it is a rational and emotional response to trespass violation and moral disorder i just thought that that i have never heard anger be described like that before and i thought it's really stuck with me and i feel like it will always stick with me and it's so true i mean sort of going off the topic of relationships now But when you think about the biggest movements in the world, they come from a person or a group of people's anger about a situation, about the way someone is being treated or the way the planet's being treated. And we know that we need to do better and we need to do more. And that anger creates such a positive change. Anger doesn't always need to be negative. To me, most of the time, anger means there is a situation that needs to be addressed and something needs to be done and something needs to be changed. It's not something to necessarily be fearful of it's a time to listen and work out what can be changed 
and use that anger as a driving force for a positive change, whether that's in your relationship, whether that's with your family member, whether that's with your friend, whether that is with a bigger cause, such as doing something for the planet. I hope this episode makes sense. It is a bit rushed because like I said, I read that and it just really spoke to me and I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to talk about it in the moment while I was really feeling it. If you want to talk about anything that I have shared in this week's episode, you can message me on Instagram. That's at Charlotte Jones Presents and I will see you soon. (laughs) 